And so now I see that year as not a year just to forget, but as a year that I want to remember as something that was painful and yet we overcame. And I honestly believe anybody who survived 2020 um, is, is a champion, you know, like anything that you did to survive 2020, whatever ways of coping that you had, congratulations, like you freaking did it. And I think that is something to celebrate even coming into 2021. So yeah. Hey friends, I'm Leandra. And I'm Marissa, and this is The View From Her. We're two friends, empowered women, empowering women, dismantling systems of oppression through authentic conversation around justice, community, and spirituality. Welcome to episode six. We've awoken from the slumber, and this is 2020, 2020 We Won. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends. Welcome back to The View From Her. This is Leandra here. And Marisol. Marisa. As my mother calls me. <laughs> Guys, we are so excited to be back. It has been too a few weeks since we long. have put out a new podcast. We have experienced two birthdays, a Christmas, a New Year's Eve, and now a, coup. a New Year's Day, <laughs> domestic terrorism, <laughs> all in a day's work. <laughs> but welcome back, guys. We're super excited to be here. And yeah, we have some fun things planned for you guys today. Just kind of going over the year of 2020 the year of goodness and everything the holy. year of our lord 2020 <laughs> but before we do that let's check in marissa how the heck are you you know honestly even as you were talking right now it's like so funny to me that i think a lot of people can hear like the subject of this podcast and be like who wants to reflect on 2020 <laughs> like no one wants to go back there <laughs> It's a landmine. And I feel like that's how I'm feeling. Like, I just don't want to go back to that year of uncertainty and loss and just a mixed bag of emotion. Honestly, when I look back on 2020 and I think of, mostly I'm going to think of the quality memes that came out of this time period of our, a lot of good memes. A lot of good memes. That have come out from this past year. And I'm just <laughs> thankful for Gen Z and their quick-wittedness. But I'm also thankful for TikTok and... <laughs> You, you I became pretty obsessed with TikTok. I am fully willing to admit about my TikTok obsession, and that's how I stay hit. That's how I stay cool. Um, people think I'm a Gen Zero all the time. I've been wearing crop tops out in public now, and it's amazing. But I'm feeling <laughs> good, man. I feel good. I feel like this is such a weird... I'm so thankful for this little community that we've got, and I'm thankful that we get to do something like this, and I'm just thinking so much about like how I don't want to take last year for granted because I think I taught a lot of hard but necessary lessons but I'm also really thinking about and this is going to sound crazy for people who really know me but just like the future generation and more specifically like what it would be like to ever have kids and then to like talk to them about 2020 you know what I mean yeah like, that's insane and for those of you who don't know I actually live with a family and there's a two-year-old and a three-month-old and I just think about like oh my gosh one day these kids are gonna freaking open up a book and it's gonna say 2020 (laughs) split across their notebooks or their history books or whatever and I like people are gonna have to explain that shit (laughs) and yeah it's crazy it's gonna have to be us and I just really reflective on the next generation and how they're going to take this away or take away take away from this time period and 
Another thing that I think a lot about too is like, you know, when we read history books, it was always like the years of 19, 1865 to like 1875 yeah. were years of the plagues. And it's like, that's 10 fucking years. <laughs> but when you're writing it down, it's like, whatever. <laughs> that was so long ago. And so then when you live in a massive like world dominion and denom- domination, it's like, oh shit, like how long are we going to be in this for? So <laughs> I'm feeling hopeful, but I'm also feeling cautiously optimistic is what I'll say about that. Mm. What about you? I think the same. I'm definitely hopeful, but I'm also a little hesitant to deem 2021 the year that it's in, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't know, last year, I I don't, I don't normally do like new year's resolutions and things like that and i think last year was the first time i allowed myself to like kind of have a plan mm-hmm. and <laughs> have that plan and then everything happened and it was like no you don't gotta have a plan but at the same time i think naturally i'm just an optimistic person and so i try not to allow everything happening to change how i see the future or like things that i want in the future and so yeah, yeah but I'm actually doing, I'm doing well. I am right now currently unemployed, Ew. but also getting unemployment. Yeah, so thank the you, government work for you, <laughs> sis. Be paying those taxes. Yes. But in that time, I've been able to like figure out what I want to do and directions that I want to go in. And so actually I have a really cool job interview tomorrow. Ooh, let's manifest some goodness I don't know for what day you guys will be listening to this on, but yes, send all your good vibes my way. Um, but yeah, I'm doing well. I'm not. In, I have a break from school right now, so it's pretty exciting. Haven't been in school in almost a month, but classes start back up in two weeks. What are you going to school for again? And so, you know, I mean, I do know. <laughs> I don't really know now at this point. I just know I'm taking classes. Gotta start somewhere. <laughs> no, I'm going to either. My goal is to either do nursing or midwifery school. And so I'm currently doing all the prerequisites for that, trying to get them so I can get into one of those programs. And so I actually only have like two more classes left. Nice. Until I'm done with all of them. And so I'm taking one class next semester and then another class like halfway through the semester. But um, but yeah, I'm doing well. Things are going well. It's so beautiful here in San Diego mm. in January. It's like 70. That's insane. I know. And then I was, like, looking on Instagram and people that I know in Oklahoma and Texas is snowy. Sucks to be then. Like, snowstorms. And I'm just like, okay. I'm still wearing shorts <laughs> and sandals. Like, I came home and I put on shorts. <laughs> the mornings are rough, though. I'll tell you that. I walked out of my car today. I was like, what is this? Frost? Yeah, the mornings Ugh, are pretty damn. cold. It's like 30. It's terrible. 540. Oh, my God. I was like 41. And I, like, put up my car heat to four. It was insane. I feel like anyone who's listening to this from another side, any other part of the country is going to be like, I hate you guys. But you're welcome here anytime. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, not right now. Yeah, We're in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> Actually, stay home. <laughs> and we have like six Please months. don't come visit. <laughs> you so right. You so right. Okay, so you talked about resolutions. Yes. And I'm just, I feel like that is such like a big theme for any new year. Um, anything like that what do you have any resolutions do you believe in that have you done them before have you already broken yours <laughs> is it to stop drinking because that's yeah she's literally holding I have a wine glass of wine. um so resolutions yeah like i said earlier i don't normally do them um just because i 
I don't want to set myself up for failure and to be sad with myself. And so mm. instead, I just like I know things that I want to accomplish. But so normally, because my birthday is in December, I start doing things in December that I want to do because it feels like a whole cycle like of a year. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, so I've never done like a diet resolution or stop drinking coffee res like those are not things that whoa whoa, whoa. yeah that, that was too much that's not a resolution that was that's way too much self-induced torture yeah <laughs> <laughs> but with that i do have like i have goals that i've set for myself that i want to accomplish mm-hmm. um this year but i wouldn't i feel like resolution just gets such a negative like yeah you know what about you yeah. do you have any resolutions like do you do that uh you know resolutions and me we have an interesting relationship you know it's it's like i am also one of those people that's like my birthday's also in december god knew to put us both in december um he was like this is too much it was separated um and so december 31st is my birthday i turned 28 and new year's eve it's like a whole expectation the next day is january 1st and i've always just been really thankful for my birthday because i already feel like it's like a natural reset in so many things and so it's like new year new age yeah like you know some new age <laughs> i mean you went to sedona so <laughs> oh my god i went to sedona with my family um we were safe don't worry um but it was like so weird to like also be there and like it was very ethereal and just like just so fun and cool but i don't know resolutions themselves I feel like they're one of those things where I can see where people are coming from when they make them, but I feel like I'm more about themes. Like, that's more my vibe than it is, like, I'm going to stop using, you know, sulfate in my hair. Nobody actually says that, but, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to only use plant-based, eat plant-based, you know, like, I can't, like, I'm going to get more organized, like, cliche, I'm going to work out more, like, all that kind of stuff. And if that's you... All the more power to you, honestly. And if you're able to keep those, because that's the other thing is that I know myself well enough to know in like a week, I'm going to be eating a bag of hot Cheetos. And I don't want to feel bad while I'm eating them. (laughs) I want to enjoy them. (laughs) Cheeto dust fingers, and I'm going to smear my shirts with them. And while I'm watching Bridgerton, and that's who I am. Oh my gosh, have you been watching it? No, but is it so good? (gasps) Where is it? So I watched the first three episodes, and then. I like bow. I it was almost one o'clock, which if you don't know me, that's really late. Ooh, and I go to bed that's at late. like ten thirty, eleven. And so I was okay. watching it and I just I love it. I love everything about it. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys would have seen the head now that Leandra just did while she was talking about how much she loved you. It was like a twitch but also like passionate. So I feel like that's an, you sold me. It's so, so I'm there. it's like pride meets pre- wait, pride and prejudice meets Love and basketball. I don't know. I'm just thinking of all these rom com movies. Well, when I talked to your sister about it, she said it was like Pride and Prejudice meets Gossip Girl. And <gasps> that's perfect. If you've ever seen Gossip Girl, first of all, a classic. Yes, Pride and Serena Prejudice Brander meets Gossip Girl. Life. Dan Humphrey was made up by the writers. They didn't actually know what they were doing. Sidebar. Anyways, <laughs> I feel like it is one of those things that I just have to do, but. Yeah, resolutions, man. I don't know. I'm more of a theme girl. So last year, my theme was the year of savor. Mm -hmm. And I always theme my years with like a word that I feel like, well, from 2015 to 20, early 2020, it was like what I felt like God was telling me. 
still believe that there is a God who speaks things to me in this way. But it was always more like a more pointed, like, this is what I feel like God is going to speak to me about in this year. Um, And, you know, it came with prayer. It came with, you know, understanding. It came with my own context. It came with, like, just what I felt like the reoccurring themes in my life were. And when I chose 2020 Saver, it was because I was coming back home after a year of living in Kenya. And I really wanted to savor the moments of being home. And I thought to myself, yeah, like, that's so great. Oh, my God, reentry, it's going to be hard. But I want to savor the moment I'm going to be home. Like, oh, my God, you know, all the American things, Starbucks on my phone, like, all the good stuff. Um... (laughs) But then it quickly, quickly turned around to be like a whole fucking global pandemic. And now here we are. And I'm like, who wants to savor this? Like, who wants to remember this? Who wants to slowly take in like this time and this year and like these moments? And then I remembered that it's, you know, towards the end of the year, it became more of a feeling of just like, no, I have to resonate with these feelings. Like I have to resonate with savoring these painful moments, these sorrowful moments, these isolating moments, because that's what connects us to humanity. And so as much as I hated the idea of like savoring a year and taking it all in and soaking it up, it was also a theme of just like, no, I have to do the hard work of feeling, which for me is a lot. Yeah, that's good. Um, and actually take the time to to sit with myself and sit with my own loneliness and sit with my own thoughts and sit with my own passions and desires and the things that weren't being meant to me in that season and create something from that. And so for me, my outlets honestly look like a cocktail of therapy and <laughs> being alone. And it, I was very okay with that. And it was hard in the beginning. It got harder throughout the holidays. But I think towards the very, very end there, I just realized so much more about people, about what I wanted, about what I felt like the universe was speaking to me, what I felt like God was speaking about to me. And so now I see that year as not a year just to forget, but as a year that I want to remember as something that was painful and yet we overcame. And I honestly believe anybody who survived 2020 um, is, is a champion. You know, like anything that you did to survive 2020, whatever ways of coping that you had, congratulations like you freaking did it and I think that is something to celebrate even coming into 2021 so yeah that's amazing I love that so much well my theme for last year was the year of savor as well no (laughs) (laughs) more like savor these chips that's right never met a chip it in like Mm, if you ever want to send us a gift guys uh chips yep that's all (laughs) Yeah, I think, like, I don't know. I don't know if I had... I think I just kind of allowed myself to be. Actually, that's not true. I remember at the beginning of the year, I remember telling people that I wanted to say no more. Mm. So I had a word, and it was no. And if you know me, like, that's a hard word to tell people. COVID obviously made that a lot easier. Yeah. For me, was to be able to not have all these things that I felt obligated to do in order to feel the feels. And so, um, yeah, I look back at last year and I just, I don't know, a lot of good came from it, but obviously a lot of sadness and hurt and death for our country and other countries. But I can honestly look back and think of some things that I did in in 2020 that I'm 
definitely wanting to bring with me. Like I started journaling again. Look at you. Last year. Yeah. And so, I mean, at the end in November, but. I mean, it was like December 31st, <laughs> but, it but started. I started. <laughs> <laughs> but Proud no, like journaling for me was something that I, that allowed me to feel connected with God. And last year, my connection with God felt a little severed um, because of everything that was happening in the world and Christianity being related to white supremacy and all of the things like that. And so I ended up stop. I had I didn't journal for a while, but I was realizing like that was something that made me feel good for myself. Yeah, too was just to journal about the day and journal about my thought process because I'm not an external processor, mm-hmm. and so writing is a way that I process my feels. And so I started journaling again, and that's definitely something that I'm wanting to bring with me into 2021 is to journal more, but also be more intentional about what I'm choosing to write. Nice. You know? Yeah. What's something that you started doing last year that you want to bring with you into this year? Um, definitely not my drinking habits. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a rough year. <laughs> me and tequila um although hard kombucha that's oh my god hard kombucha there's one brand that i really like endorse us no i don't i mean yeah they're so good (laughs) you're a terrible liar (laughs) it's called like local roots or something like that Mm -hmm. it's a matte solid color sounds like i can get it at whole foods and they have a strawberry mojito hard kombucha and it is so yeah, delicious. Uh, this is a total sidebar, but on TikTok, um, there is a girl that I started following who rates hard seltzers, which oh. I'm just mad that I didn't think of that first. So I basically <laughs> do that for free, and she's getting paid for it. Um, what, what? What? Yes. What do I want to bring into this year? You know, I definitely feel like the main thing for me is going to be therapy. And I talk about it all the time, and I truly do believe that it is something that everybody needs. I have a girl, I talk about her often, if you're my friend in real life, and I have never mentioned to you my therapist, we're actually not friends. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, But she she has just, I stumbled upon her early in 2020, and I understand that, you know, therapy is a privilege, you know, considering our very shitty healthcare system and all the benefits that it does not give us. I don't know why we pay sometimes, um, but it truly was just like a gift for me that I, I also ha- was a really big writer. Like, well, I do write still, but like, it was I. That's how I also processed a lot of my emotions and feelings. But I just for some reason, twenty twenty was such a hard one for me to write down and process. So it was a very sparse thing. Um, but I definitely do recommend if you have the investment into yourself. I'll just say that in general, is the truest thing and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people always have this idea of what self-care is. And it's like doing a face mask and like getting pedicures and brunch with the girls. And it's like, yes, like those things are fun and those things are treat yourself moments. But I truly do believe that self-care and what I also want to bring into this year is doing the hard things. Like self-care is looking at your finances. <laughs> and that is not sexy. Um, no, self-care- it's not. Yeah, it's terrible. Don't look at mine. Um, self-care is, you know, saying no to things. So you can say yes to other, kind of like what you were talking about earlier, say yes to other things. Self-care is, you know, 
picking up that book when you just want to binge TV. Self-care is, you know, just cleaning when you're just down and out. And there are days when you just can't. And I get that. And I think that that's an important thing to recognize in yourself as well. But the long lasting habits that we build today are ultimately what makes us better us is in the future. And I think that is that continuation of a growing self is exactly what I am excited to do and to bring into this next year. That's so good. This is a side note, but I so I was listening to a podcast today, which um, I haven't listened to a podcast actually probably since October. But anyways, I was listening to a podcast except for today. Ours, yeah, yeah, except for this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I was listening to one today, and um, it's on the book that I'm reading called Burnout, mm. and they were talking about self care. And it was really cool because she she said, like, even though self-care is about you, you can't do it on your own. Like, yeah. you have to have a tribe of people who are willing to hold you accountable and give you space to care for yourself. And yeah. I was just like, that is, like, because we think about, like, oh, well, I have to be able to do this on my own and, like, heal myself and give myself. But it's like, no, you need a village. You need a community in order to truly experience self-care. And so I just exactly. thought that was really cool. Because it kind of went with what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I don't mean this in a cheese well, but I don't think I would have survived without you, you know, without, like, very select people in my life that I'm like, yeah. yes. Like. I definitely agree. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> like, me surviving without people. Too. No, 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 no. <laughs> but also, you, you needed me. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree. You would have not survived without me in 2020. You would be a freaking melt on the floor freaking mess and you're right that is who I am um but I'm I'm so thankful for you and people who really held me accountable last year just to like goals even like doing this you know what I mean yeah. this was a goal of mine last year and goal of ours I quickly became and I think if it wasn't for the all the times we were like oh, you know I'm tired and I don't know if I can like I'm really <laughs> really proud of us for continuing on and you know building this small but mighty you know group of people we got going on yeah me too Man, so good. So as we move into 2021, um, what are some things, Marissa, that you are hoping to see happening? What are some things that you are manifesting and praying about? The ending of Donald Trump. <laughs> and all God's people said, <laughs> Amen. Oh, the tab on the back. <laughs> Pass the tab. <laughs> This is where the black church comes in and it's like the organ. It's like, like dancing. (laughs) The devil is what? (laughs) I'm here for it. Amen. Me in the background, not dancing because I can't. Um, You're the best dancer I know. Thank you. That's why I pay you to be my friend because you lie to me like this. (laughs) Honestly, dude, praying for manifesting. I'm just looking forward to... um, I wrote this down earlier and I do believe it, but it is a hope is an hope is a choice and love is an action and just continuing to pray that I get to have that honor in people's lives where I get to show love as an action. And someone said this, I don't know where, but I loved it. And it was this idea of, you know, you have a magnetic heart. Like we have a magnetic heart. Like people are drawn to me, they're drawn to a safe space. They're drawn to love and community and connection. And all these things sound like silly, <laughs> hippie, 
dippy, ip dippy and whatever, but it truly is what I believe the purpose of why Jesus came to this earth, you know, to create those long lasting connections and create those long lasting love and stepping out into the uncomfortable spaces with people. So that way we are able to create genuine and divine moments of connection and relationship. And so that's what I'm really hoping for and manifesting in this next year, because I truly do believe that that is still so much the gospel, still so much, you know, what I believe about humanity. And I think that is what is so hard to find today is that connection with people, that those moments and glimmers of hope and to fight for those things actually takes effort and it takes action and it takes speaking up and standing out and doing the hard thing. And so what I I'm so looking forward to in this next year is continuing that theme in my life, but even being more intentional about it um, and inspiring others to do the same. And I think so much of what even we're doing here is to continue to have those conversations to inspire people to say that they are those beacons of hope, of love, because the divine is already in them. And now you have the power to go out and step out and to do and to be and to act like the love that you are so deserving of as well. So that's what I would say about that. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. That was so nice. That was really good. Yeah, I'm really insightful sometimes. No. Uh, like, thanks. I feel like I have, I want to say the exact same thing. Like, I think that that should be everyone's prayer for this year. Is mm-hmm. that people can experience the divine for themselves and live out their truest mm-hmm. selves. Like, that yeah. should be everyone's prayer for every person that has ever walked this earth especially this year when there's so much hate and violence happening right in front of our eyes. Oh. So yeah. I think that's really good. Yeah. Um, what about you? Yeah, well, mine's a little bit more selfish, I guess, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say spend more time by myself. Uh. Uh, not talk to anyone for 365 days. <laughs> uh, dreams. <laughs> Um, I think for me, like something that I've been, that I'm really like praying into and claiming and speaking into existence is that this will be the year that I really walk into like the career and the passion that I have Mm. and that I want. And so, um, yeah, I'm just praying that I think I've worked a lot of jobs that have no future in sight and I'm overdoing that. I'm over selling myself short and not being in spaces that I know I can operate in well and that I deserve to be in and so yeah yeah that's what I'm praying into I don't want to settle for work this year because it's Mm. a paycheck um which is really hard to say because I grew up living paycheck to paycheck and that's all I've ever really known and so um I don't want to just work to get money I want to work and have a job for enjoyment and something that will allow me to grow as a person and while still helping people too yeah so i love that that's what i'm praying for in 2020 i love that about you because i feel like i've known you for a really long time and i feel like this is like you saying that is so powerful because now you're now it's i feel like you're claiming it for the first time yes like i'm not just working for money but i'm working for like a career and like my divine purpose and that's exciting because work should be tied to purpose. And I truly believe that. And that's for you, too. Thanks, Marissa. Love you, pal. <laughs> so much. <laughs> 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 um, 
Awesome. So as we like come to an end, mm. uh, Marissa's very excited about this one, but oh, <laughs> sometimes been? I have ideas. Yeah. Okay, you guys. Do you want to say it or do you want me to say it? I feel like you have like a little slang when you say I it. Know. Well, <laughs> I, I'm not a rapper, nor do I claim to be, but sometimes all, it's all that spits comes out of me, you know? But um, I really wanted to call this segment... Biggest blessing and biggest lesson in twenty twenty. <laughs> Come on, name name someone else who's done that yet. I haven't heard one person. There's been so many people. <laughs> blessing and lesson. <laughs> oh, do you want to start out, Marissa? I what's been your biggest? One. What's been your biggest lesson of twenty twenty? My biggest lesson. Um, well, I've learned a lot in this in this past year. Um, when I was writing about it earlier, I would definitely say though that my biggest lesson. This one's kind of dumb, but I'm gonna say it anyways because whatever. I ventured out into dating this past year a little bit more than I normally do. This was the year of dating. Also, it really was. Honestly, <laughs> we have a lot of stories, but we'll talk about it another time. <laughs> Some of us more than others. Um, <laughs> but it was, um, I, I I really do think it's one of those things where it's funny. They say, my, all my married friends, I love them, but they can be annoying sometimes, say, when you know, you know. And I'm like, no, freaking what? What do I know? What do I know? What, <laughs> damn it. Um, but I would also say, when you don't know, you know. And I, by that, I just mean like there's a gut feeling in all of us that is so true, that is so real, where it's like, if you feel like this ain't it, it ain't it. And I think that's a true feeling that I was trained in the church to not trust that for a really long time because my, my emotions lie to you. I need to fight through it. But like, what is God really telling me? Like, it's like, no, 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 no. God designed me, God designed feelings in me. Those things are true. I believe those things to be true. And for me, I feel like if I don't know this, if I don't feel it, then I'm not going to do it. So that was, so just, I feel like that is such, I feel like maybe that's a word for somebody. I don't know. But like, it's the truth. Like, if you don't know, trust that and move on. And I'm not just talking about even dating relationships. I'm talking about jobs, other friendships, toxic people, bad habits. You know what I mean? Like, all of these things are are so true and so trust that within yourself trust that in in who you are um that's so good that's what i'd say about that your biggest lesson it's beautiful what about you what's the biggest lesson biggest lesson well uh being an enneagram too and being (laughs) (laughs) only able to receive love My unquenchable desire to be loved and needed at all times. Honestly, that was the biggest lesson of this year. (laughs) I can't even lie. Like, that was it. Is that, like, that is not the way that I am meant to receive love. Mm -hmm. And from losing my job, where, like, my literal job is to care for these little beings that need me 24 like you know like from Mm -hmm. losing that to 
not being able to work on the hospitality team at church, not being able to do all these things that I had put so much of my identity in to be able to serve and feel loved and know that I'm loved because I'm able to help in these spaces has been the biggest lesson of 2020. And I'm not gonna lie, like I kind of don't wanna go back. <laughs> like it feels good for like a season to not feel obligated to be in all of these spaces mm. in order to feel something a little bit deeper than what I had been feeling. And so, so yeah, that was the biggest lesson of 2020. I mean, I'm excited for when my church gets to meet again and I can do all of that. Like, I'm super right. excited, but it's going to just, I think my perspective on it has all changed. Um, also, like, the core of who I am, like, I know that people still love me even when I can't do these things for them. Oof. And so, which has been a hard, hard lesson, and it still oh, is. <laughs> It really still is because I'm always, I'm the first one to say, yes, I can do this, you know, because of that. And like, I really do have to stop myself and ask myself why I'm volunteering my time to help other people. Like, is it genuine or is it because I need to feel something a little bit more than what I'm feeling? And so, yeah, I would say that that's definitely the biggest lesson for me of 2020. The V word. Validation. I had no idea where you were going with that. I paused for dramatic effect. I was like, Valentine's? <laughs> I don't know many viewers. V. Valentine's and vagina. Oh, well, that was the other V word. Normalize saying vagina on the podcast. That's right. Uh, dude, I agree. And so, don't forget blessing. Yeah. What would you say has been your biggest blessing? Oh, man. So there's a lot, I guess. Uh, one fun one is that I started dating someone. Oof. Yeah. What? You're dating somebody? Yeah. Love. Oh, I know, Marissa. Why don't you know this? Why don't you love me? Why don't you come visit me? JK. Uh, I think it's, I know his name. <laughs> <laughs> can spell it right. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that is so, such a blessing. Why yeah, is that it's such a definitely blessing? really cool. And it's also like, you know, we talk a lot on this podcast about purity culture and we talk a lot about about our identity and purity culture. And so a lot of me dating him has been like breaking down those things for myself, which mm-hmm. has also been a blessing of not only acknowledging, but like living out the fact that I'm desirable and I'm worth someone's time and like that just changes when period when people have told you your entire life you know that that's not true and then you get a glimpse of like something good like this it just changes your entire perspective and so definitely a big blessing of 2020. Nice. What about you? Well I'm also in a relationship. With me. (laughs) (laughs) With my Netflix account. Um. <laughs> With cut water. <laughs> oh, that's a seltzer. <laughs> oh, it's a canned cocktail. I'm also... Yeah, yeah, it's truly the one for me. Truly is also another hard oh, seltzer. Beautiful. Okay, I'm going to stop for... <laughs> people who are like, get to the point. Um, on my biggest blessing, honestly, uh, this is going to sound really harsh, but I want people to hear my heart and context behind it. And it 
it was leaving the church. Leaving institutionalized large church was the best thing (laughs) that has ever happened to me. And I say that not in a bitter way, not in a condescending way, because I still have many dear friends that I love and cherish that are more like family to me at this point in my life who are still there and who are still in that um, organization and system. And for me, the flip side of leaving the church was also pursuing a career that I actually wanted um, and landed me in a pretty sweet gig, you know, still advocating for people, still advocating for vulnerable communities in a new creative and um, fun outlet, you know, being in marketing and being in communications. You know, I had such a hard time jumping from one thing to another, but leaving the church and finding my own voice and chasing after that truly I feel like God was ushering me out of that so I could find out who I really was outside of an institution find my voice find my footing find my actual passions and becoming a truly integrated self and I feel like I want to be the same person that I am on this podcast is the same person I am in front of Leandra is the same person I am in front of my family is the same person I am in front of my coworkers. and I think if that is who I can be in all aspects of my life I will fight to the death for that because at the end of the day all I have is my voice and my integrity and those are the two things that I can always claim And I didn't have my integrity when I was working in the church. And it was hard for me to find my voice when it was continuing to be ridiculed and shut down and unanswered. And so I'm so thankful that I left. Um, And I'm so thankful that one day I know I'll be able to go back to something that resembles church and church community. Um, But I know what I want now. And I know that it's not going to look like a large multi- (laughs) stadium seating evangelical pushing and you know purity culture dominion space it's going to feel free it's going to feel inclusive it's going to feel open and honest and and they're going to engage my hard converse conversations and questions and not push them away and so yeah that is for sure the biggest blessing and then obviously doing this this was such a big thing for me this too, has I been think. amazing this has been amazing. And now that we have like real podcast mics <laughs> and we're like real podcasters, I know like they do. Yeah. I'm very Maybe. excited. Speaking of that, I'm super excited for all the things that we have planned. Ooh. That are happening. We have some great conversations that are going to be taking place. I can't wait. Marissa, tell the people a couple. Tell, tell the people. <laughs> well um so definitely we want to meet the culture climate that we are living in and if you turn on the news if you have a twitter if you read at all you'll know that this world is changing by the minute by the hour and so we want to keep with the times we're definitely going to do race and inclusion conversations diversity all that good stuff talking about interracial dating yeah yeah Yeah. a couple of things about that just a couple though Uh, I'm a new pretty new at it (laughs) um and we're talking about something I'm really excited to talk about is um just like dispelling spell funny dispelling a bunch of like stuff around you know new agey kind of conversations around astrology and 
divinity and God and the stars and yeah. magi and wise people and tarot reading and let's talk about it. Let's freaking talk about my horoscope. I would love to. <laughs> let's talk about yours too and people who are listening and how that relates to God and the greater picture of the universe and what is happening in our world. And we're probably going to make it a series. I don't know. Um, There's so much there to unpack. So much. And we want to bring in experts um, who are going to talk to us about this stuff. And if that sounds like something you're interested in, or maybe you grew up in a church and now you are you left it and now you're like, oh, tell me more. I'm curious too. This is the podcast for you, sis. So what about you? What are, what are you looking forward to? I'm very excited to talk about, um, obviously, like the things that are happening today. So like the race and dating things and all those things. But I'm also excited to talk about... Um, the idea of grief and celebration and what that nice. looks like and how they can sometimes go hand in hand together and can happen at the same time and so I'm super excited to talk about that and honestly maybe just excited to talk about emotions <laughs> like, like I don't Love think we talk emotion. about emotions as well as um as often as we should and so yeah I'm very pumped about that what's that song Emotion. You know what I'm talking about? No. Well, guys, we have had a great time talking about 2020, and I'm excited for 2021 and all the things that it will bring and what that will look like. And yeah, we are excited that you guys are on this journey with us of faith and deconstruction and empowering each other and being in a community with us. Yep, this is a community, and so we couldn't do it without you guys. New episodes <laughs> drop every other Wednesday. If you are not following us on Instagram, you definitely should. It's at the view from her underscore. Please like, rate, and subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your grandmama. Yes, and we have a Twitter. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that. <gasps> we have a Twitter, and it's called at view from her underscore. So go ahead and follow us. Give us a like, comment, let us know you're here, and we'll see you guys soon. Happy 2020. We won.